Hey, welcome to Cornerstone today. We are so glad you've joined us online. Uh, today's going to be a little bit different. We're going to uh, be sharing a little bit uh, about where we've been in 2020 and where we're going in 2021. Today, you get to hear from all of our Cornerstone elders. And so I'm excited for you to, to hear from them. Uh, they get to share a little bit about what they've been learning this year, uh, what they're passionate about. And uh, we get to share, share a little bit about the different ministries here at Cornerstone as well. Uh, I'm so glad you've joined us. Um, we had a great uh, online Christmas event this past week. Um, if you missed any of the four-part special, you can go back and watch them on our website at mycornerstone.org. Um, we really do. Uh, we, it took a lot of work to pull it all together. And so uh, we uh, four different messages, uh, lots of different music that we recorded. Uh, so if you have missed any of those, be sure and check that out. Um, I just want to welcome those of you who are joining us online today. Uh, if you would t just take a minute and, and let us know where you're watching from, we would, we would appreciate that. Uh, today, uh, as I mentioned, is a little bit different, um, but I'm thankful we're still able to join together online and worship. Uh, so with that, we're going to jump right into worship today, and we're kind of going to mix things up a little bit. You'll ha we'll have some worship and some messages and kind of go back and forth a little bit today. So uh, be sure and invite someone to, to join and watch with you. You can do that by sharing uh, this or by sharing. Uh, there's a little button, button uh, on our website at live.mycornerstone.org uh, that you can invite someone to join with you, or you can share this if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube. So let's just jump right in and worship today. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. 
Chris Waller, and uh, you probably used to see me up on the platform on Sundays uh, singing and leading worship. Uh, my wife, Brandy, is the children's ministry director here. Uh, we also help with youth. Uh, we have two daughters, Gracie and Maggie, and we're also currently uh, foster parenting, so we just started that. Uh, we've been attending Cornerstone since about 2012. Uh, we were really drawn to Cornerstone because of their passion for um, Christ and for youth and children and uh, just serving their community. Uh, 2020 has been a pretty challenging year for everyone, uh, no matter who you are, what you've tried to do this year, anything that uh, we did last year uh, or prior to 2020 uh, is totally different now. Anything from school to shopping to church, you name it, everything's changed uh, and how we how we're able to do those things. Um, children's ministry is pretty challenging uh, when you can't get together, uh, when you have to do things digitally. Kids have a pretty short attention span, so uh, it's always a challenge to come up with something that they can do uh, to be engaged and stay connected. Um, and almost every week this past year, uh, Brandy's been coming up with creative ways and um, spending a lot of time putting things together to uh, keep the kids occupied and to teach them about Jesus um, you know, there's been plenty of times where um, she created gift bags and uh, took them around to actually deliver them house to house to the kids so uh, they could have something to do and to get to see each other and stay connected. Um, and then, you know, even when we're meeting in person uh, with COVID, uh, it's pretty challenging because you have to keep the kids, you know, make sure they stay distanced and that they wash their hands and don't touch things that they don't need to touch and uh, keep the germs down. So, you know, even even when we're in person, it's pretty challenging. Uh, but Brandy and the volunteers have done a great job of uh, coming up with creative ways to keep the kids safe and to still be able to have fun and play games and learn about Jesus. So, um, you know, they did a great job of being flexible. And although it's been challenging, uh, they provided a great learning environment for the kids and uh, was able to keep that going uh, even when we're meeting in person. Um, for the praise team, I can speak for them because, uh, you know, I'm part of that. But, um, you know, we had to keep our group small throughout the summer. We had to limit our interaction with each other, um, you know, not practice all the time and uh, only get together when we had to get together. And uh, thankfully, we have a talented team, good musicians and flexible people who can change on the fly. And, uh, you know, we thankfully we've been blessed and not had any COVID cases. Only a couple times we uh, thought some people may have been exposed and, so we kind of kept our distance and changed plans at the last minute, uh, or maybe a couple of us had symptoms, and we, um, like I said, we had to change uh, what we were doing, but uh, thankfully we were flexible enough to do that. Uh, we've got enough members of the team to be able to carry on ministry and not uh, totally shut things down. Um, just want to 
encourage you that if you're interested in either one of those teams, children's ministry or uh, praise team, to obviously talk to me. You can talk to me or uh, Brandy about children's ministry. Uh, talk to anybody on the praise team about helping there. Uh, you know, with a lot of things shifting more focused towards online, we do need more help. Uh, from musicians, singers, um, and even for tech people uh, to help with video and running the computers and that kind of thing. Um, so, again, if you're interested in one of those, I encourage you to talk to somebody that's doing one of those things now and uh, get the information and uh, just see what it's all about. A um, couple of things I'm passionate about are leadership and serving, and I think those two things go hand in hand. Um, the best leaders are servants, and people who are servants are great leaders. And Jesus gave us the best example of this. Um, in Mark ten forty five, it says, The Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. And we see in John chapter 13, uh, we read about Jesus washing the disciples' feet. You know, Jesus was, uh, he washed their smelly, dirty, callous feet and with his holy hands. Uh, you know, the, the disciples probably expected Jesus to be a military or a political leader. Um, you know, and if Jesus wanted to, he easily could have impressed those people, everybody with his titles. You know, he's the creator of the universe, the sovereign Lord, King, Messiah. Uh, those are some of the titles that he could have chosen. Um, but he chose the servant as his title. Um, he, he, uh, could have been, you know, uh, set up a new regime and, uh, been a, a strong leader, powerful military leader, but he chose, uh, to be as a servant, as a slave. You know, a lot of times we uh, spend a lot of time and effort trying to make ourselves look better uh, instead of laying down our life for the name of Jesus. Um, our desire to come become great can be a stumbling block for others. Um, you know, what would, what would happen if we all, uh, everybody who claimed to follow Jesus, actually followed his example and laid down our lives, uh, put down our titles, our positions, um, our status, and become servants? Um, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, no, ser no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. The disciples uh, turned the world upside down um, by laying their lives down and becoming servants. And uh, that's what we're challenged to do as well. So my challenge for myself and for uh, anybody listening to this uh, in the coming year for 2021 um, is I'll read Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. It says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and prove what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. And uh, I thought it'd be appropriate uh, since I just talked about all the things that uh, we've had to do to get creative and to uh, continue children's ministry. I thought I'd give you a little behind the scenes look at uh, a typical week here as we uh, as Brandy prepares for children's ministry, uh, some of the things she's doing. So I want to switch the camera around and uh, we'll go see what it's like to prepare for a typical Sunday of uh, online children's ministry. So here are the pages of a kid's activity book that Brandy's putting together this week, uh, learning about the nativity. I've got a coloring pages and the story of the nativity. And then we'll go to our kitchen counter here. This is the makings of activity bags for the kids. A little bit of our groceries mixed in there too, but uh, there's a kit for them to make a snowman with Play-Doh. And then there's a star Christmas tree ornament. So you can see it's a, quite a production to get this put together when you have a, an online 
kids' lesson to do, so...
My name is Eugene McCurdy. Uh, my wife and I have been going here at Cornerstone for about 10 years now, and uh, obviously we bring our slew of children with us wherever we go, um, but it's, it's been a blessing to be here uh, over the past 10 years or whatever it's been, um, being able to work in different parts of the ministry here. Uh, my wife uh, helps out downstairs with Brandy um, with the children's ministry. And uh, I've been a part of, of different ministries here, um, either behind the, the tech board, you know, the tech area uh, in the back with doing the, the soundboard or the computer or whatever, working with video stuff. Um, or I, I've been on the stage with the praise team, you know, playing bass, playing drums. Um, or, you know, every once in a while I even get up here and, uh, and preach. But... Uh, one of the things that I've I've really loved here is is being able to work with uh, the the student ministries, the teenagers. I've been working with teenagers for about twenty years now. Uh, a few years into my walk, I started you know having a desire, and, and the Lord was kind of pointing me in that direction. And I've worked in in the youth for a variety of different ways, either either at a church um, with, with you know some type of youth leadership, or um, I've worked at different youth venues, music venues, where uh, the kids come in, they see, uh, see bands that they love, and then, and then hear the word, you know, working in and out of, of those. I've worked at um, music festivals, all, all kinds of things, uh, but all, all centered around youth. And now being able to be a part of the youth here has been amazing. You know, over the past 
number of years, I don't even know how many years I've been working with the youth, but being able to see some of them grow from, you know, seventh graders and, and seeing them get older and, and then graduating and going to college and getting married and, and, you know, seeing some of them with kids and stuff now, it's just, it's amazing to see what, what God can do um, through us. You know, sometimes it doesn't seem like we're getting through to them, but to see them as they get older and that coming back into their life, it, it's really cool to see and to be able to even stay in contact with some of them uh, as they as they get out and they move on in, in the treacherous life uh, that is beyond uh, the four walls of, of their home. Um, you know, being able to minister to them in, in just various different ways, being able to goof off with them. I love goofing off with the kids, uh, acting like a moron. Sometimes I'm the one getting yelled at. You know, being able to just have fun with them and get to know them and, and learn their story and learn their background. Um, you know, and this year has really been um, pressing on us as youth leaders and trying to figure out new and different ways to be able to still connect with these kids, even though in the midst of all of this garbage that's going on. Um, but it's cool, though, because we've figured out the different technologies. I mean, Zoom. Where was Zoom before 2020? I, I hadn't even heard of it, um, but I'm sure they're you know making bank on it now. But you know, we were able to use Zoom. We've done a variety of Bible studies and different things. And like even last Sunday, uh, we were able to do an online escape room with the kids where we put them in groups. And then it was a challenge to get through this online escape room. Um, and we even, had, we even had a time to where uh, we just got a hold of everybody when we decided to meet in person for a while. Um, we, put, we kind of put an APB out and let all the kids know. And it was, it was crazy. Like, we, we were down, like, we were still meeting a little bit, um, but, like, we had, like, 10 kids. And then, like, we just put it out there and we're like, okay, we're starting for the new year. And, like, 30 kids showed up, 40 kids. I don't remember how many kids were here. It was, it was a lot. Um, but it was cool to see them. They were excited to be back. Um, and, unfortunately, I mean, like I said, we've had to go back to uh, the virtual for now. Um, but these kids still have a desire to interact. Uh, even if it's through a screen, um, they, they still want to talk. They still want to hang out. Um, and it's, it's hard to see them go through this. I couldn't imagine as a teenager going through what they're going through right now. I love that the, the student ministries is a staple in their life, that, that we're there for them through all of this. You know, and I, I just I hope and pray that uh, this ends soon and we can get back to meeting together. Uh, in person and and being able to really connect with these kids some more. I'm excited that Cornerstone is a church that is pushing to uh, go beyond our comfort zone and learn the different technologies that are out there um, that we can still use it, not just with youth, but with with the the older church as well, you know, the, the, the adults, um, and be able to reach beyond uh, just, again, these four walls uh, that are that are here at the the church building, um, you know that we can reach other states, other countries in the world, and be able to share the gospel. And that's you know that's what my heart is is to be able to get get the gospel out, get the get the truth in front of people, and and just be able to pour love into them. Hi, my name is Tony, and I'm an elder here at Cornerstone. I've been an elder for five years, 
And uh, my family's been coming here since day one. Uh, one of my passions that I feel like is very important to us is that we establish a life the closest we can to what Jesus led for an example when he lived here on earth. And that was a, a life of humility, uh, of serving other people. You know, Jesus was compassionate and wanted to help the hurting and to heal. Uh, and, and he loved people, and that's why he came to start with. Uh, one of the things I've learned this past year is through the COVID and all the political things and all the different things that we have went through, it's been crazy, uh, uh, to overlook those things and to see the positives. And the positives are the things that that have happened with the people and how they have reacted to this. And they, they actually shown these qualities that Jesus have given, but through the, through being humble and serving and compassionate and loving and helping people when they can, regardless of what it may mean to them, you know, and being helpful. Uh, like I said, when, I, when we first started, I was uh, here from day one. Uh, we actually met up the road at the picnic shelter at Phelps Park. And uh, from that point on, you know, we've kind of lived on prayer and God's guidance to get us where we're at. And it's been amazing to see what he has done and accomplished here. And recently we purchased the building next door, kind of adjacent to our parking lot. Uh, and it's going to be our outreach center. It's uh, Center 242. And uh, we have already started utilizing that with youth events. Uh, we've had some a baptism. We've had uh, many different things there, meetings and things. And we're looking to do more in the coming year. Uh, hopefully we can have maybe some concerts in the future and different things like that, uh, simulcast and, and conferences and, and different things and things we, where we can reach to other people. Uh, also, we are looking to revamp the building downstairs uh, where we w- was currently using for our community meals, which will be moved to Center 242 now. Uh, we're looking to make it into uh, spaces for life groups and different things that we can do moving forward. Uh, one of the things that I'm looking forward to this year is seeing the things that God is going to put in place for us as a church and as, as a country and how things are going to move forward. And I think that, you know, living these things that Jesus set forward as an example for us is going to get us through just like it has 2020. I hope you all have a great, had had a great Christmas and that you will have a great 2021 and we look forward to seeing you. Alleluia. Alleluia. Christ the Savior of the world, He has come.
out there, and uh, I could not find a church that uh, my family was comfortable in, that I was even really comfortable in, and uh, so we just stopped going. And and that just not only hurt my relationship with other members in, in the body of Christ, but it hurt my relationship with members of my family and friends and so on. And uh, as I got back into church and developed relationships and, and finally did find a church that, that worked for me, um, those relationships and those connections that I made during that time, they really kind of created a foundation for me as I grew in the Lord. And uh, I really just want to help others with that because uh, those relationships are so important to me even now. Um, you know, I've been in the area over 20 years now, and, and I love it here, but it was a struggle at first. And you may be new to the church and new to the area, and you might struggle as well. And I want you to know you're not alone, but uh, we are here for you. And we place a high value on connection because of that. Because, I mean, the bottom line is that if you're disconnected from one another and you're disconnected from God, then you're going to have troubles and you're going to struggle. And uh, speaking of connections and relationships, um, one of the biggest things that I've learned this year, 2020, um, we're almost done with it, and I'm so glad, is that uh, it's really been hard to stay in connection and relationship with people during this whole pandemic. And uh, I, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but the, the ministry of Cornerstone uh, and the ministry of Jesus Christ through Cornerstone has continued, and we just kind of had to force that. Um, we, we were tempted as we weren't able to get together and we, uh, things were just so much harder and different than we'd ever uh, seen before that we were tempted to kind of draw back and just wait and see. And we realized, you know what? People still have needs and people still need to know God. They still need to know Christ and Holy Spirit and they need to know one another and they need to know that we love and care for them, um, by the power of God. And so we pushed through on that and, and I'm not sure that we've done everything that we probably should have done. But, uh, hey, <laughs> this is new for all of us. Um, the other important thing that I've learned this year really is, um, you know, I thought I knew this before, but I really come to understand that other than maybe the fact that it motivates you to work a little bit harder uh, in your business and in your relationships, um, I think pride, yeah, personal pride, um, may be one of the most damaging, difficult things that we face in life. And um, I'm really taking a good hard look at why I do things. Am I motivated by pride or am I motivated by love? Um, the Bible says that nothing counts except for faith expressing itself through love. It's, it's not that we walk and we live and we do things in front of people um, and we want to show how wonderful we are. And there, the pride is kind of the root behind that. But we do it because we're being obedient and we want to show the love of our Father that He's given us to others. You know, and speaking of uh, our Father, He's kind of made us a family, a body. And he, he says we're the body of Christ. In 1 Corinthians 12, I think it's verses 18 through 22, um, He says that our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where He wants it. And how strange it would be if a body only had one part or one kind of part. But there, there's really many parts to the body of Christ. You all are parts of the body of Christ, just as much as the leaders, the elders that you're hearing about today. There's only one body, and we're all part of that body. We need one another. We need to stay connected, and we don't need to let our pride get in the way of that. I mean, it's real tempting just to say, I'm just going to struggle through this on my own, and I'm not going to ask for help. For one, I'm a little bit afraid to ask for help, and, and these people are going to come into my lives, and I might get this COVID from them. 
but there's also the thing that's just says, I, I need to do this and, and I need to look good and I look, look like I got it all together. And uh, it, it's a real struggle, especially for the men in this area with that. That I think the women as well, though, that uh, that you want everything clean and orderly so it looks like your life is clean and orderly. And the truth is, without Christ, I mean, he's the difference maker. Without Christ, our lives, our souls are disorderly. They're a mess, chaos. And he finished up in, in that verse in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and saying, In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. And I think, you know, during this time, we've seen that more than ever, that uh, people have stepped up in this crisis and really people that we never really expected um, to, to play a big part in the body of Christ have been the backbone of the ministry and the missions of Christ um, as, as people came into need. And uh, I'm just so, you know, I'm so grateful that uh, people are doing their part and that we're still staying on mission, um, not just for the church, not just for Cornerstone, but for the whole community and uh, for Christ. And, uh, you know, speaking of connections, one of the things that's near and dear to my heart is the life groups. And uh, for the most part, we were able to continue meeting through the pandemic, which, um, again, it was one of those things where we just really didn't know how to proceed. So we we learned as we went forward. And fortunately, you know, we, we do have some tech wizards in the church, even our pastor. And, and it's helped us a lot where other churches have struggled. And I hope you really are grateful for the people that have put the time and effort into making um, us able to continue to be connected. First, when we weren't able to meet in person, we were just able to have a service. Some churches weren't able to have a service because they didn't know how. And also with uh, groups, we used um, Zoom, the software Zoom, and we use Facebook Live. And even right now, we're using, um, we're, we're experimenting with Right Now Media. They got the ability now to, um, it's in beta, to watch um, shows remotely together. And we've played around with that a little bit and um, trying to work the bugs out of it with, you know, working with them with that. And we'll let you know more about that as we move into our winter semester um, for life groups. But I'm encouraged. Um, we may even do some large group gatherings um, at the church and space out as opposed to having the smaller groups. So we are kind of calling them large, small groups or small, large groups. But um, boy, we need each other. And that's just another way we're trying to make that all work together. And finally, you know, for 2021, I have to say what I'm looking for. Um, again, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but it, it, it's a, the type of connections that we have. Um, I'm looking for 2021 to help maybe return to normalcy a little bit there. Um, one of the things in my business, my wife and I have a business together, is that um, we have several people that contribute remotely to that business. And some of those people we haven't even met. And uh, it's a magazine, in case you're interested. And we have writers and we have editors that work and live all over the country. And uh, we had some Christmas gifts, and we had to ship some of them because the people are just too far away. But there were some people close to us in the area-wise, but we had still not met them. First, because of uh, convenience. And then COVID kind of happened, and then time just got away from us. And so yesterday, we made up our minds that we were going to go meet with some of these folks. And uh, we went out, and uh, it was a little bit awkward because as we went to their homes, we couldn't shake hands, we couldn't hug, we had masks on, but you could tell that we were grateful to see one another in person finally and just kind of make that connection. And what I'm looking for is that and more. I want to shake somebody's hand. I want to give them a hug, um, and I want to maybe even give them a bear hug and just show that my gratitude 
and how grateful we are for the people in our lives and the people that God has placed there. And, you know, I'm praying for our congregation, our community, that we can continue to come together out of love, with love, and not out of fear, and that we together in Christ can be the difference makers in our community and for those that are lost and hurting in our community. And, and I'll just say, if you're watching this right now and you're lost and you're hurting, I pray that God can reach you through our words and through our hands and feet and just let you know that you're not lost, you're not forgotten, and that he loves you and cares for you. God bless you and hope to see you soon. Happy New Year. In 
So you've been able to hear from all of our Cornerstone elders today. And uh, uh, I'm just so thankful for all of these guys who have just poured out their hearts this year and, and really served. It's been a difficult year uh, for anybody in leadership. And uh, if, if you're managing a company or, or you've got employees that you're responsible for, you felt the stress this year. You, you know that it's been a tough year. And so I'm so thankful that as a church, it's not just me making the decisions, that I have a, a group, a team beside me and working with me to ensure uh, that, that we are really seeking God's will for Cornerstone. And so you've gotten to hear from, from everyone today a little bit, and I, I really uh, do appreciate all the time and effort that they've put into ministry this year. Um, one of the things that as we embarked, you know, in, in, in this crazy year of 2020, um, I said very early on that I felt like as a church, we were uniquely positioned to be able to not only survive, but to thrive through this pandemic. Um, we were already set up for online streaming. We were already uh, had everything in place just to keep moving forward. And because of that, we were able to just uh, as soon as as things shut down, we were able to start collecting food and distributing food and and, and just to, to be able to keep sharing messages and be able to connect and call. And uh, we had everything in place already to, to keep functioning as the local church, as the body of believers here at Cornerstone. And, and because of that, um, I felt like this year, even though it was difficult, even though it was strange, we've experienced God's blessing. What this year did, if you want to reflect and think about the positives from this year, right? Uh, it really, I think, made us realize why we exist. It made us realize the importance of gathering together. It made us realize the importance of connection. And so I'm, I'm thankful for your generosity this year that has enabled us to, uh, to keep moving forward, to keep serving our community, to keep doing ministry. I'm thankful for the technology that we already had in place that enabled us to, to keep moving forward. And and we've actually built upon what we already had in place to, to really even take it to the next level. Uh, one of the things you've noticed through this Christmas uh, season is that we've expanded and now we're streaming on our website at live.mycornerstone.org. And um, we're, we're excited about this. It gives us some more opportunity to interact and connect on our website. And um, as I mentioned last week, it, it, may, it means that we're not as dependent upon Facebook and YouTube now that we can just keep going and and really uh, just to, to, to be able to share directly on our website. And uh, it's going to make it things better. It's a better quality uh, live stream. Um, and, and we're just going to continue to do it. It's hopefully going to solve the buffering problems. If you've ever watched and it's buffered and it's the, the text, it, you know, the, the video goes out and you're having trouble watching, that, that, what, the, these, these changes that we've made are going to fix a lot of that problems. It's a much more robust system. So uh, with that being said, uh, I, I'm excited about next year. Uh, we're definitely getting back to in-person meeting. We're going to do everything we can to do that in a safe way. I don't know how long we're in this season, all right? But it is a season. Uh, so we know that uh, on the other side of this, there's going to be some type of sense of normalcy again. Uh, it may look a little different than, than pre-COVID, but we're going to get back to meeting in person and, and large gatherings again. But in the meantime, right, uh, we're going to meet. We're going to keep our distance as good as we can. We're going to wear masks. We're going to do everything we can uh, to be safe. But we're not going to stop being the church. 
We're not going to stop doing ministry. We're going to continue pressing forward. We're going to look for new ways to reach our community for Christ. We're going to keep preaching the gospel. We want to keep seeing people saved and and lives changed. And we're going to keep teaching people how to follow Jesus. That's who we are as a church. And, And nothing this year has changed that. In fact, I think if anything, this year has magnified what we're called to do. I do want to mention, too, that our Christmas offering, we're still kind of collecting all the data and seeing where we are on that. Um, We'll be making some announcements this week um, on the total that we've raised. Um, I'm just already blown away by everything coming in. I don't want to give you a number yet because I haven't seen this past week's uh, what's been added to it. Uh, but after the first week, we were already over $5,000. So I know uh, we're going to see some incredible results from our Christmas offering this this year. Um, and so you can give to that. We'll be making the announcement about the, the total. Um, but it's just things like this that make Cornerstones so special that we can we can get together, we can plan something like this Christmas offering, and you guys respond. You jump right in. You participate in ministry with us. And so I just want to challenge you today. You've heard from all of our elders. You've heard about different areas of ministry, uh, some different things that have been going on. We've got our new Center 242 now. We're so excited about that. Uh, We're so excited about the youth ministry and the children's ministry that's taking place at Cornerstone. We're so excited about life groups, and they may look a little different, but we're going to keep pressing forward with our life group ministry. Um, I think that's going to be super important as we go into 2021. And, and, And just... If you're if you're kind of on the fringe at Cornerstone a little bit, I want to challenge you. Where is your passion? Where can you serve? Where can you get involved and use your talents and your gifts and your abilities? Where can you get plugged in to serve at Cornerstone? Uh, this year, I want to invite you to, 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 to move from being a spectator to being a participant, uh, to move from being on the sidelines to getting, getting in the game. I, I really feel like when we do that, uh, you're going to see some growth in your own personal spiritual life. And so I just want to invite you to, to be part of what God is doing here at Cornerstone. And finally, as we enter into 2021, I, I want to share one more thing is we're going to start off the year uh, with 21 days of prayer and fasting. I've been wanting to do this for a number of years, and every year I'm like, ah, we just don't have the time to get it all pulled together and planned out and, and make it a reality. We're doing it this year. And so we're going to be starting this week. You're going to see things come on our website and on Facebook telling you how to prepare, how to get ready. And then for three weeks, the first three Sundays of the year, we're going to be preaching about fasting and prayer. Um, and if, and it, and if <laughs> you may not know that much about fasting, it's something that doesn't get talked about a lot, but you can see incredible results as we deny ourselves food and, and really uh, learn how to be dependent completely upon God. Uh, we'll talk about the different kinds of fasts. We'll talk about uh, our prayer focus as a church. I'm going to give you some prayer guides that you can be praying through. And so this is something really that you can get together as a whole, as your whole family and, and participate in the prayer challenge that we're going to be doing. Uh, so be looking for, for information about that this week as we jump in and get started. Um, if you haven't yet signed up for our, our Cornerstone email list, that's a good, good, play, good thing to do. And we'll be sure and include the links on how you can do that. 
Uh, and the reason why is whenever we post something on our website, it'll email you out the next morning and let you know about it. We also post those on Facebook, but subscribing to our email list, make sure that you're one of the first to know right when we post new content on our website and new information about what we're doing. Uh, so I want to, that really is a good way to, to stay connected. Uh, again, today you've been able to hear from, from all of our different ministry leaders and uh, or different uh, elders here at Cornerstone and, and as they share about the, the ministries. Um, we've been blessed at Cornerstone with a number of leaders, right? We've got our elders. We've got our administrative team. We've got all of our ministry leaders. Everyone is serving together, right, to, to, to fulfill this mission that God has given us. And I just want to close today, right, before we jump into our final song and invite you is what is God really speaking to you as you go into 2021? What's on your heart? What's on your mind? What are you passionate about? What needs to change as we move from 2020 to 2021? I want to challenge you to, to pick a word for this year. What is the What word describes what you want to see God do in your life this year? And you can help me out by putting that word in the comments below, right? Uh, in the chat box or in the, the comments on Facebook, leave that word. Put the one word that describes what you want to see God do in your life this year. I, I'm excited to see what God's going to do. I, I have a holy anticipation about the, what God is teaching us and what we're going to learn. But the, the reality is it's not going to happen if we're not intentional about it. So let's really figure out what God is speaking to us. Let's respond. Uh, let, let's jump in and participate. Let's get in the game this year. And, and I'm, I'm just, I'm already, I, I can't wait to see what God's going to do. And, and finally, one last thing. If you don't know Jesus, if you're watching today and all this is foreign to you and you just don't even know what we're talking about, I want to invite you, the, the, the one thing that will change your life, right? The most important decision you will ever make is to make Jesus your Lord and Savior. And, and at Cornerstone, that's what we're all about. Unashamedly, we, we want people to respond to the gospel message that Jesus, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, who was Jesus, right? That whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And that's the promise we have from God, that he loved us so much that he sent Jesus as a babe 2,000 years ago, as a baby in a manger, right? He came, he lived that perfect life. He died on our behalf so that we could be restored and, and reconnected to the God who created us. That's the gospel message. And I want to invite you this morning to believe in that. If you don't know Jesus, uh, would you just pray this morning that would you confess that Jesus is Lord? Would you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead? And the Bible is very clear that we will be saved when we do that. Uh, I just want to thank you for watching today. Uh, let's worship together. If you've ever have any questions about what it means to follow Jesus, let us know. But let's worship as we close today. Take
Oh, no.